Welcome to the Cyberman show, a place that makes you smarter about cyberverse. Beat cybersecurity, cloud, emerging tech, startups or ideas. We have it all. Let's begin. Hello friends, welcome to today's episode. I have been introduced a new format from this week. What I've decided to do is split the content on emerging technologies like AI in a separate episode and cybersecurity. Of course, if there is a convergence, I will either cover it in the AI content or the content around cybersecurity. Why am I doing AI? Because I believe we all have to learn non-stop, be successful in whatever we are doing. Of course, if you remember, the agenda of starting this channel was to make it easy for the younger generation to learn about technology, make it easier for them to adopt these technologies as well as make a career in these. So I will try to cover whatever I'm learning. Uh, some of this is new for me also, but I'm learning. We are all learning together. Now, let's get started. So today, this is the first episode where I will cover con- content specific to AI. We'll talk about chat GPT, what's happening there. What is Google doing in, the, in this similar space? There are some new jobs that are seen uh, and some interesting use cases and how we how can we use all this knowledge to learn okay, or to stay safe in future. Now, starting with the chat GPT, right? So unless you've been living under a rock, I'm sure you would have heard about chat GPT. It's an LLM. It's an AI bot in the most simplest format that was introduced by a company called OpenAI, which is no longer open. It's a it is acquired by Microsoft. Essentially, what this company did is they released this uh, platform or a tool that uh, makes it very easy anyone to search LLM model. Now, what are the LLM or Learn Language Models? Essentially, it's a model of AI that can process, manipulate, and generate text. In AI, the most uh, basic thing that we do is training the AI system. So in the LLM model, what is done is a large amount of data is fed to the algorithm. This included books, articles, and website content so that it can learn new patterns and connections between words to generate new content. And it's part of a machine, essentially generative AI. If you saw for my first episode, my note or my understanding about LLM or AI-based chatbot was that has definitely changed search forever. I also signed up for Bing browser from Microsoft, the view mode where they are giving AI search as a co-pilot. So I'm trying to use that. It's it's pretty interesting. So it, on one side, it lists down the content that is typically in terms of URLs that are there, the top 10, 20 results. And on the other side, the, the AI bot gives me specific answers is has generated. Now, this is amazing. Right? It helps me more protect, proactive, productive in what I'm learning or looking for. Now, one interesting thing is what is Google doing? Now, when the Google announcement came, of course, OpenAI came first. Microsoft had invested there. And when Microsoft acquired the company, there was an announcement done in Harry by Google. I believe it was done in Harry Pump Web 6, I think. His talk of Google tanked. They introduced their AI bot called Bard, and uh, it was it was not available like ChatGPT. It's still not available. Essentially, what has happened is it has become a war of narrative. So, what the sentiment around Google is that 
is weaker in AI and Microsoft has been very bold and aggressive in their approach and they launched this platform. Okay. Google was always leading the AI race. Tons of products of Google like Microsoft. But like uh, Google Maps, GTO, Google searches, everything uses AI in one form or the another. And if you remember, Google has created some of the amazing products. If you uh, would remember Google last Google Lens, right? Revolutionary concept. They were slashed by Google. They never made it to public, but they were amazing concepts. Now, the interesting thing is, as you all know, Google has data from billions of people on this planet, and it's still holding back. What what could be the possible reasons? They have the data, they have the users, and they have the algorithms. In fact, the LLM model that uh, is used by ChatGPT is essentially based on a model called Lambda. It means language model for dialogue applications. It was introduced by Google. In fact, if you go to their website called AI Test Kitchen with Google.com, you will find uh, that in 2021, they opened it for a limited uh, number of people, essentially developers to start using those models. RLM-based AI bots are common, but ChatGPT uses an approach that was essentially designed by Google. Either Google knows that it's still not a perfect model, it would make mistake if you go to any of the search results from ChatGPT. Not any of them, but most of them are accurate, but some of them are still inaccurate and there is still a chance of having wrong inputs because you don't know the source of data, you don't know the biases that it has, right? And in one of the videos that I saw from Microsoft on the security side, there was a mistake. Although the platform allows you to give feedback, but it suffers from the problem for some data. So if people with malicious intent they start putting tons of data, AI tons of bad data, the AI algorithm can definitely create wrong results and it can impact. Right. And I'm sure you have heard of examples, AI based Twitter bots started saying things that they were not supposed to say and eventually they were shut down. Right. So, what Google is doing is interesting. I'm sure they will come up with something great, considering they have the research and they have the data and the user base. Right. Now, while that is happening, what has also happened, there is a rise of new kind of jobs. There's a new job called prompt engineering. So, I found a listing on a platform or a come from a company called Anthropic. It's a, it's invested by Google and essentially it's asking for prompt engineers, okay? And Anthropic is offering a salary in the range of 175K to 335K per year along with the equity of the company. It is not requiring any computer science degree and it needs a basic programming and QA scale. So it's not a made-up job. It's a real thing. I have verified this listing myself, okay? Now, if you're on my YouTube channel, I am demonstrating the picture that I've taken from their website. Essentially, what prompt engineers do is they are experts in asking AI chatbots. Now, the the objective of having a prompt engineer is that it helps in the process of designing and creating prompts, essentially input data. Prompt is what you search chatbot. It essentially helps AI models to train them to perform a specific. And the, the prompt engineer is supposed to ensure that chatbots are rested, tested and their responses are reproducible. And that safety protocols are yeah. followed. Now, in simple terms, they ensure that the right input is asked, and based on the input, 
right output is provided and safety filters are followed. For example, if somebody thinks someone types something that's malicious in nature, not related to uh, you know something bad, or any kids are in discriminatory data and bias, etc. Those are the safety filters and safety protocols that the model is supposed to have. Now, for so example, if you want AI to write an essay, it should write an essay for a specific topic. It's as simple as asking someone to write a essay, right, a real person. Now, image generation AI models like DALI 2 and Stable Fusion, they also rely on prompts to produce images, right? And it can range from very small queries like, who's the president? of a particular country, a specific question to a complex problem, which has a variety of facts, right? In fact, in some cases, latest version of ChatGPT, they allow you to upload a CSV file also as a input into that block. So as this will get popular, more jobs for prompt engineers would arise, okay? You can go to Google searches, you can get use ChatGPT-based search to understand what prompt engineering is. The most common prompt is asking a specific question, but if you start adding new parameters, if you start telling the chatbot to behave or think like a person of a particular role. So, example, they ask, behave like a cybersecurity expert or an AI expert with 20 years of, of experience in network security and then answer the following. So this changes the response of the AI model. That's, that's what prompt engineering is all about. Uh, while that is happening, ChatGPT is blocked by an Italian, by Italian government setting data privacy concerns. There could be other countries also who could be blocking this. We don't know how ChatGPT will be adopted across the world. Now, what I also found beyond ChatGPT are some of the interesting instances. What I'm doing as part of my learning is I try to find out with some companies how they are adopting AI. We'll try to build an AI landscape uh, to understand how AI is getting adopted. So I know AI is used in, in software, editing, video editing, multiple other use cases, it's used genome, sequencing, etc. Now what I found is few interesting things around AI. One is there is a company called Opus.ai that's using text to 3D and it essentially helps you to build a architecture and model that can be used in metaverse or to generate design of company of buildings. I also found companies that are offering AI-generated fashion model. In fact, uh, there are companies like Evice who are trying to use AI-based model. I also found an Instagram model or AI-based model. The ID on Insta is Lee Michaela, and it's a Brazilian-American model, music artist and influencer, and this model has around 3 million followers. It's I was amazed to look at it. If you're on my YouTube channel, really. You know, I'm showing her pic, and uh, it looks like a real person. Okay, it on on the Instagram handle you will find uh, its picture with other models. Friends, except I also found uh, an AI code translator. It's an app called AI Code Translator version dot app, where you could input programming code in one language, and it, using the code translator, it would convert into other language. Example: You give an input in JavaScript, it can convert into Python. And it has multiple options. I found 20 different languages at least there. Also, Microsoft launched a preview version of their security copilot to increase productivity of the people in the cybersecurity operations. Uh, it is said that AI will increase capacity of knowledge workers, which is people who, uh, who use technology. 
by at least fourfold by 2030. And it could, uh, if you want to compare it in terms of value, it could increase the global labor productivity around 200 trillion dollars. So it's also, I found an AI coding assistant from GitHub called, uh, it's called GitHub Copilot. It has assessed software engineers to code in less amount of time. Okay. Now, this is amazing. Okay, so if I'm writing code and I get up to write, get up Copilot to write my code, it's going to do that. Okay. Also, there are more tools coming, right? So, I have found another tool that has convert. Text to video, text to YouTube video. So if I am if I've written a script, it will automatically do a voiceover as well as create a video around it with images that I select. Imagine the productivity increase that it brings on the table. Now, while all this is great, right? While we will learn how AI is getting used by various industries, how can we use it? Right. So it first as, as I've been saying, it, I realize chat GPT or AI based uh, chatbots will help me be more productive because now I can do specific. Such as I can ask for specific prompts, ask it to write something that I've been thinking about, and help me read summaries of the books, etc. So it helps me be productive. Also, it can help me to learn future skills. Because AI is a future skill, I'm going to learn as many AI tools that are related in my field of cybersecurity as well as any adjacent field or any things. Right? Typically, I want to understand where is AI taking us. Of course, it is increasing productivity in various fields. If you want to use AI in your field, absolutely you should. I know there are people who are afraid of AI. They are saying that, hey, AI can write that code. Great. Right? And I know, but we will lose our jobs. No, you will not. If you go back, search for strikes against calculator, there were strikes there on calculator because people wanted to do manual calculations. But now calculator, we all assume. No, calculator is taken for granted. We use it as as a tool to shorten the calculation time to do basic arithmetic or in some cases, advanced arithmetic Whatever is possible on calculator. Similarly, same goes for, for computers. Same goes for internet. Now, AI is being seen as one of the revolutions that come, that is going to change everything. It's going to make us productive. So I want to be side on on the side of AI, I want to learn AI first so that I can be more productive in my domain. Maybe I learn something that changes my domain completely. I don't know where the change is going to go, but I'm going to stay with it. Okay, so be there, learn as much as you can. Read if you can't code using softwares that are using AI, and AI is getting into everything that's there. Now, I am also using personally AI. To make more money now how was that gonna work uh, if if you look at where innovation is happening so this is something i'm quoting from the arc investment management uh, big idea is report of 2023 and by the way i'm not a registered investment advisor this is my personal thought so you know, don't invest on what i'm going to say but this is my learning this is just for understanding how you can use ai to make money also right what what that report said is there are five domains that are getting converged today. Okay, one is public blockchain, second is multi-omic sequences, third is robotics, and storage, and then AI. So AI is merging with these four, four domains, and the biggest catalyst to all this is neural network, which is essentially part of AI. It is getting into every domain. So when AI goes into every domain, it has the use the the knowledge worker of that domain to be more productive. So people who are designing robots, they are using AI. People who are designing 
factories, they are using AI, people who are in genome sequencing, they are using AI, people who are building large blockchains and using smart contracts and procurances, they are using it. So AI is the biggest catalyst. What that means is there would be companies who would be using AI, they would either power the back end of this infrastructure, front end of the infrastructure, even the hardware. So I am looking for companies who will benefit most in, in this. Okay. So think like thinking from that perspective where no matter what happens, something will it have, something will be impacted. So example, what does AI need the most? Compute, the sources, right? Hardware software. So if you want if you find companies that are very popular that will be used by all the leading providers of AIBS solutions, would you invest in that? I would. I'm researching, I'm looking for those companies, right? That's how I'm increasing my knowledge. So while I use AI-based knowledge in increasing my productivity on my day-to-day life, my work life, my corporate work routine, also my personal side. For example, I'll be trying to use an AI-based podcast editing in software that reduces some noise, which I which will save my time. Work experiment on that. Also, I will look for companies where I can put whatever money I can to grow that money. So that's my idea. Uh, that's it for today. Just to summarize what we learned today is we started with ChatGPT, talk about what is Google doing, my thoughts on that. We found rise of new jobs called prompt engineering. We also learned some new use cases of AI and how we are going to use that knowledge. With that, thank you so much. See you next time.